Snare in my headphones, episode three. Today my guest is Rob M. I'll talk to him in a little bit, but before I do, I've been listening to Jerome LOL. He's a Los Angeles-based electronic producer. He's uh, buddies with Shlomo, another Los Angeles-based music producer. And Jerome LOL, despite the unfortunate name, has been making a few songs off his new EP, that I'm enjoying a lot, and the song you heard in the intro is a remix of a DJ Mustard Ty Dolla Sign song called Paranoid. Um, I figured I'd pick an electronic song because Rob is a big electronic music fan. I wonder if he'll like the song. He probably won't. Let's find out. Rob, what did you think of that song? I thought that, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a very unique sound, and uh, I'm always happy to listen to any sort of electronic music just to get a feel for it. All right, so Rob, you're an electronic music fan. I am. You're also, you also like the Beastie Boys. I do. You like Nirvana. I do. You like Sublime. I do. So, what, how do you decide... What electronic music you want to listen to? Uh, I really like heavily syncopated uh, electronic music, generally at a higher BPM. And I, I like a lot of stuff where um, it's very layered, rather than like a lot of build up and breakdown, which would be more like a, more like a dubstep is more of a build up and a breakdown. When you say dubstep, do you mean? Like dub reggae in two step, or do you mean like oscillations and I'm, I'm crown just, room? Do you mean I, crown room, I, or do you mean like I mean industrial in, England in, industrial dubstep? The, okay, the, the huge, you know, massive buildups and massive breakdowns. I prefer something that that is more, you know, would say have more tracks, so that you know you're bringing in a sound and then bringing out a sound and then bringing in something else and bringing it out. Okay, do you do you make any? Of your own? A very small amount with a friend of mine named DJ Micah. DJ Micah. He lives in Dallas, Oregon. Dallas, Oregon. Um, Home of the Cowboys. I'm not sure what their their current high school uh, mascot (laughs) is. That's funny. I know they used to have a a high school mascot that uh, was not the best in the world. They used to be called the... White Dragons. The White Dragons? That's not a good name. But, yeah, I, I, I know. Um, so, in your friend with Dallas, Oregon, yes. you may, do you, what, is, what is your... He's DJ Micah. What are yes. you? Oh, I, I don't necessarily have a, have a, 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 a moniker. Well, then how do you, do you... Do you release this music, Rob? Uh, he releases it, and then he just generally says free through guy. You know, it's helping. Okay. So, like, so it's... So I, I, it's, you have to tell me where can I hear this because I'm super intrigued now. 
Uh, I can get you a copy of it from Micah. So do you have like a SoundCloud mix or anything? There is one somewhere. I think it's under Micah. It should be Micah Lee Music or DJ Micah Lee. Okay. One of those two. And it is on SoundCloud, yeah. People are going to have to listen to that because if Rob is contributing to electronic music... In There's a, no way it's not going to be interesting. It's a very small, small contribution. So, like, do you do drums? Or do you like do like a MIDI keyboard thing or MIDI keyboard? So, so what is the extent of your musical playing? Because I've seen you play a ukulele before. Very, very I think, limited. I think I saw you play "Come as You Are" on a ukulele. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, very limited. <laughs> uh, I can, I can tell what I like to hear, and I can, you know, make a. a Make melodies enough to where it's it's usable. I wouldn't say I'm a musician. Uh, I'm just trying to make something that sounds good. What about singing? Do you ever sing? Very, very occasionally. Um, this is, this I, is something you have in common with an ex-girlfriend of mine. I've never heard you or her sing. I dated a girl for three years, and I never heard her sing. Wow. Is that, which is one of those things that doesn't sound weird. But then you think about it, like... I've heard pretty much everyone I know sing. I've heard, you know, I've heard, uh, I've heard Bone sing. <laughs> I've heard Jesson sing. I've heard Aaron sing. I've heard Kaz sing. I've heard Matt, JP. I've heard them all sing. I've not heard you sing, Rob. And I did not hear a girl I dated for three years sing. But I'd, and I'd asked her to do it a lot, and she wouldn't sing, which just made me want her to sing more. I have not been asked to sing, and also uh, with the Ed Foreman show, I, they have not asked me to sing the intros. <laughs> we might have to do that sometime. We might have to have you sing. Do a musical bit yeah, to open the show. Because the line, table talk at a minimum and laughter at a maximum, has a very melodic feel to it already. We could. We could, <laughs> just, we could just make it a light jazz piece. I'm sure that they'd love to do it. You know, they, we've, got, we've got the talented enough musicians. So... I've seen you play ukulele. Can you play drums? If you're into syncopations, like if you sat down at a drum set, I, I can play a beat. I'm not. I'm nowhere near like good or talented, but I can. Play you're a nowhere beat. near good or talented. No, but I can play a beat. It's, it's a very defeating thing to say, Rob. I'm not going to say it's defeating, but uh, I would say that I'm not trying to overprop myself in any way. Okay. Well, <laughs> so when you when you play drums, and you play. And you play the ukulele, you've done some keyboard stuff. What would it take to get you to make your own DJ mix or your own EP or even just a song? Um, Do you have the desire to do it? Sitting down with Micah, which I need to just go. I'm talking about you by yourself. I'm talking about just Rob. Just me. Um, You could could call yourself just Rob. I mean, I could could consider it. Um, I would have to, you know, invest a fair amount of time. I I really enjoy working with Micah. Okay. The the give and take, I think, is really uh, important. Give and take. So so this this actually segues nice into this. Electronic, like, DJs and producers that work in, like, Daft Punk, the two-person operation. Correct. Two-robot operation, if you want to be an asshole. Or Above and Beyond, who I listen to is Who I know you're a fan. That's three. Three, Okay, well, there's also uh, Disclosure, who I've talked to you about. They're two two guys from England, actually. They're one of their, their song "Latch," which is one of my favorite songs, was on at the Devil's Point last night. Okay, and I, I even told uh, Aaron and Pobia, "It's like, hey, it's this song by these guys that I like," and they both rolled their eyes at me. 
uh, which is fine. That's, I un- that's unfortunate. That's it's, unfortunate. I, you wouldn't if you had been there, Rob. You wouldn't have rolled your eyes, but you were at the Blazer game. I was uh, at the Blazer so, game. So, so you like to work as with with someone. These people like to work with someone, and it seems like that's kind of the way things are going now. Do you feel like? That is because the sounds are getting bigger, and it makes more sense to have more people working. I, I, I would, or, or let me. I'm sorry to cut you off before you finish That's your question. Fine. Finish your question, sir. No, 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 uh, no, no. Don't let's let's see where this is going. Uh, all I I just think that yeah, uh, specifically because I like layering of things. I like that um, that there's a larger pool to pull from, and and when people are working together, it. It allows for people to be, you know, more intricate on specific things, and yet still have sort of a team approach. Okay, to, so I'm almost creating. making it more like a band. Almost more like a band. Do you think we'll ever see? But obviously, a time the, when that happens, like techno music being played by a band. It could. I mean, it, I, I, I think that would be really interesting. I would love to go see it. I wonder how boring it would be for the people playing it if they're not on drugs. It might be boring. I mean, music, I mean, if so you, you make music. Have you played, like, in front of an audience? Music? Yes. Yeah. Not electronic music. But music what yes. what music was this? Uh, this was, uh, I, I played bass in a band. What was uh, this band called? Uh, this band was called Short Fuse. Short Fuse. What, what did you play in the band? I played bass. You played bass? Okay. Yeah. Can you tell us any of the names of the songs that Short Fuse had that you were... Uh, yeah, we had a song called Sweet Agony. Sweet Agony? Uh-huh. Um, it was played in this room that we're in right now. It was played in this room. In this room. Short Fuse is Sweet Agony. Yeah. Um, did did you tell My Chemical Romance you were stealing one of their song titles? Uh, did Taking Back Sunday know that you were copying them? Uh, no, because it was before then. Oh, so how how long, what year was this then? This would have been 2001. 2001? Sweet Agony. Did how much of the songwriting lyrically? Do you remember any of the lines? Like, can you can you sing it? Uh, I'm not asking you to do it now, but if I, I think I could remember some of the lines if I put a little time. In. Okay. Do you have a recording of any of these songs anywhere? I think I could find it. Okay, that's gonna that's gonna be something I need to hear. Okay. Because there's no way that won't be interesting. So it'll be bit, very interesting. Like for example, because <clears throat> you can tell that this band worked out so well. Me, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were recording in a a room with boomerangs and a flight simulator, flight simulator, and a telescope, and a telescope, and a sick Toshiba TV that is on a desk that says "Singer." Uh, it's actually a uh, a sewing machine. Even better. <laughs> Even uh-huh. better, isn't it? What did the sewing machine... Was the sewing machine the drummer? <laughs> there you go. Totally. Um, so, you, pl- you play music, and you will... will I'm going to hear that someday, and that needs to happen, because I, I just feel like that'd be interesting. Um, what made you want to play bass? Was it Sublime? Uh, to a point, yeah, and then also the other guys that were in the band at the time all had other instruments sort of filled, so that it was what was needed, and I just sort of picked it up. Okay, well, that's interesting. That's kind of like what JP told me. He said, you know, I just, we needed a bassist, and I figured, you know, people always need a bassist, and then he ended up going to school for it and all that stuff. Did you ever consider going to school to be a bassist? No, I didn't. No. You have so many degrees, though, Rob. 
I know. I could use another one. Well, I know you're going to be playing basketball at school next term. That'll I know. Be, yeah. I think that'll, that has potential to be something that... I haven't used all my eligibility. You know, I could stay through next year and give them a whirl. See if I can get good and play with some 19-year-olds. Base or basketball? Either one. What about basketball? I love that movie. That's actually the main influence for what I do as free throw. Basketball is? <laughs> has... Okay. As soon as you say that, I totally see it now. Do you see it? I, I see do, it do now. Do you get it? I get it now, Rob. Um, it's you, not, did, you didn't get it before, did you? No, I, you I mean, just, I was... You just made that link. Right now, you just made that link. In the same room where Sweet Agony was recorded. Uh, it wasn't recorded, it was just played a lot. Oh, okay, this the same a, room that Sweet a, Agony this was, a, this was... This was a practice room. There was nothing in this room. The room just, where Sweet Agony was perfected. Yes. I got the crystallizing moment of realizing that... Mm-hmm. Free throw guy is based I may off be, of I may basketball. have a CD of it back in the other room there. I mean, You're going to have to look for that at some point. So, okay, that's that's interesting that basketball, but it totally makes sense, the distracting thing. So, so when you saw basketball and decided you wanted to become a professional distractor, what, like, what was, so what, 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 can you describe what it felt like when that moment, like, really hit you? Did you already have season tickets at this point, or been going to games? Uh, no, no. Uh, I mean, like, basketball, I mean, it's not like I watched basketball and it then led to that. I was doing the action of it and then was reminded of basketball, rewatched it, and then was, you know, uh, it revitalized my approach and made sure that I was being as direct as I could be. I okay, I, and then the year after that, I got the full season tickets. Okay, so this was so I was two thousand well two thousand seven seven is when I started doing the action of it, but I didn't okay. do it every single time with the shirt and everything till two thousand. How far is the furthest you sat from the hoop and done the free throw guy thing? Just my. Seat. So you've never been like in the three hundred level trying to distract Ben Wallace? No, I have not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so this all right, this is something that me, but, athletes love music. Uh-huh. You love athletes. You love music. Uh-huh. Do you know any NBA players like favorite songs or anything like that? I don't. Do you have any like guesses? Like, what do you think Robin Lopez listens to? I'm gonna guess Robin Lopez listens. Not that I know. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm guessing. Here. I would say he probably listens to something kind of like. You know, like, kind of light, light, like, like would, folk music. I'm thinking he's like, yeah, like folk so music. So you think or... Robin Lopez listens to acoustic music? Yeah. All right, I'll have to get Robin Lopez on this podcast. Please do. Yeah, that. I mean, I have no idea. I'm just guessing because he's kind of an artsy guy, and uh, he likes to just be uh, likes to be relaxed on his own time. Okay. All right. I think I can read between the lines on that. He's a relaxing kind of guy. What was the song the other night you were playing that the Blazers play all the time that came out in 1989, The Year of My Birth? What was that song? Oh. You were playing and you're like, have you been to a Blazer game recently? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, that was Sandstorm by... Sandstorm. By Darun. Darun. There we go. So, do you know who's in charge of picking the songs that gets played at Blazer games? Uh, the the NBA has a list of approved songs, but then DJ OG1 can pick through that and play okay. them whatever order he wants. 
Okay. You can't play more than once a night. You so can only soon, play one song. Well, no, so as soon as you play it once, you can't, like, in the fourth quarter then come back and play it again. Okay. Well, it's interesting that the NBA does this. I mean, I'm assuming pretty much any rap instrumental they can play then. Uh, there's I've, certain ones that are approved and not approved. Do you know any that aren't approved? Not specifically. Well, because I've heard uh, Val Venus, the beat Val Venus okay. by King Louie. Okay. It was that was being played in the finals a lot, um, which was really because it's like this obscure Chicago drill rap mixtape song. Maybe that, it was, yeah. And, and I know that if it's just an instrumental, it's very easy or it's relatively easy to get it approved. Okay. But then others, basically other arenas, won't necessarily use that. You know, like. Well, so you know, it's like the Heat do the uh, the Seven Nation Army thing. Correct. The Blazers do not do Seven Nation Army. We do not. But a lot, I mean, other places do Seven Nation Army. Is they there, do. do you know if there's any, like, kind of, since since they do it, we're not going to do it kind of thing? Is yeah, that... I mean, like, like for instance, like, I know that the Chicago, the Chicago Bulls theme song is approved technically by the NBA, but none of the other teams use it because it's the Chicago Bulls theme song. Was uh, Bust a Bucket by the Blazers ever? It was not played over the PA, which think... I also think... Portland needs a new song. We had Bust a Bucket, Can I Get a Headband. Um, there was maybe one. There was there was one from the early 90s. Yeah, that I'm not thinking yeah, of. Yeah, I remember, I, I, I remember <sighs> seeing like the video of it online. There's another one other than Bust a Bucket and Can I Get a Headband. I mean, those are the two. But those, like, are, the two those that are, are the two big that ones. are the big ones, yeah. So who do you think should be, what kind of song? Would it, would it be like a Robin Lopez kind of mellow song? I think song? it should be an electronic song. Electronic song. Do you, would you want the Blazers to perform it, or do you want them to write it? Because I think if they wrote it, it'd be really interesting. I think it'd be interesting if they wrote it, but what I'd like is basically that to be like our intro song. And do you have a problem with Sabotage? I wouldn't say I have a problem with Sabotage. Um, sabotage, they don't play all the time. It's a diff- uh, there's, only, there's three or four intros. Okay, because I think I've heard Sabotage the last... Two or, th- two or three games yeah. I went to, I mm-hmm. think they played that. So if it, they do Sabotage, what other songs do they do other than Sabotage? Um, they do uh, they do an ACDC song. Back in Black? Um, Thunderstruck. Okay, TNT. That and TNT. Well, Thunderstruck. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, depends on people if you know the technical name or you know like well, what like, people know. Like how song. people think Baba O'Reilly by the Who was called Teenage Wasteland. Right. Kind of that yeah. thing. Okay, yeah. so they do... They do those two songs. What else do they do? What's the third um, one? And then uh, our main intro song is um, ZZ Top. The it's Las Vegas remix. Las Vegas remix by oh, ZZ Top. Uh huh. Okay. And that's actually what we literally jump the ball off to when okay. they actually tip the ball. Okay. Opening tip off. ZZ Top. Okay. Yeah. So, isn't it? So back to the idea of the Blazers having a theme, their own thing that they they make. Can I make one addition? It's Viva Las Vegas Remix. Viva Las Vegas. Right. Okay. Viva Las Vegas Remix by Viva ZZ. Las Vegas Remix by ZZ Top. ZZ Top. Thank you. Okay. Well, Joel Freeland is. He's from England. He's on the team. He's injured. He's got some downtime. How about he makes the song? Oh, I'd be down with that. We know that English people love electronic music. We know that Joel Freeland is English. Mm-hmm. Do you like? Do you and Joel Freeland hang out ever? I've not hold, hung out with Joel Freeland. 
but I do know that uh, Joel Freer is um, a very cool guy, and there are people that I know that know Joel and say that he's probably probably the coolest guy on the team as far as just like coolness. So he's cooler than Damian Lillard. Damian's a yeah, yeah. Different kind of cool. Different Same kind of cool. cool. Different kind of cool. Uh, this Joel Freeland's cool is like he would be really good on the Ed Foreman show, like, oh. like, uh, like. Doesn't want anybody to mess with him, but definitely has sort of a uh, looks at everything with a little bit of humor. Do you think that's an English thing? I think it's kind of the standard English. All these crazy Americans. Okay. So, Joel Freeland thinks Americans are crazy. He's hurt. Probably got hurt by someone that was American. Because he called them crazy. Probably. So, do you know if he or anyone on the Blazers makes their own music? Like, I've heard rumors that Lillard... Lillard is the only... I've heard that, you know, I think it was during one of the All-Star broadcasts, like, he wants to be... A rapper. A rapper, a... You know, he wants to Mm -hmm. act and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. I mean, did you hear this rumor about uh-huh. a potential a, a Space Jam sequel mm-hmm. with LeBron? Mm-hmm. I think, I think we got to have Damian Lillard in it. And then, so because so we had Space Jam had Michael Jordan and R. Kelly, it did. a Chicago Bull and a Chicago guy mm-hmm. making music. Mm-hmm. So if we had Damian Lillard, who's from the Bay Area, mm-hmm. in Space Jam too, what artist would you like? What Bay Area artist would you like to do the? I believe you can fly. I believe I can fly. You can fly. I can fly. How about... How about Ant Banks? Ant Banks? I don't know who Ant Banks is. You don't know who Ant Banks is? No, I do not know who Ant Banks is. He's the best friend of Too Short. He's the guy that produced all the stuff for Too Short. Okay, you think that guy would be the guy to... Ant Banks. Well, R. Kelly's like really famous. Ant Banks, I don't know who that is. I don't know if Ant Banks is famous what, What about Too Short? Too short, I wouldn't mind. I was thinking E-40. Okay, 40. Or, uh, you know who it probably would end up actually being? And as soon as I say it, you're going to be like, it's going to be them. Be legit? No. It's not going to be rap. It's not going to be rap. Don't think <laughs> rap. Don't think rap. Don't think rap, but think yeah. Bay Area? Yeah. Okay. How? This is a joke I used to tell. How? Every album by this band describes Dan Bacon. International super hits. American Idiot. Dookie, Green 21st, yes, 21st Century Breakdown, they all describe Dan Bacon and our Green Day albums. Green Day would do the song. They probably would. Like, it's, it makes perfect sense, doesn't it? It does. Like, you know, it's like kind of grimy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, but, yeah it's, but also legitified. Yeah, because yeah. you're not going to have E-40 or yeah. Ya Boy or yeah. like Lil Debbie or Crayshon. Like, the, you know, they're not going to have them do it. Green Day it makes perfect sense. I think I think we're on to something here, Rob. Green Day. Like Do you like Green Day? I like old Green Day. Old Green Day. You know, it's interesting. I like new Green Day. Huh. I find I find like their old stuff, like Nimrod. I don't think I can't I can't listen to Nimrod. Oh, okay. I'm not a fan of Dookie either. Wow. But I remember when I first heard American Idiot. It's like this is interesting. This has like a real strong narrative. I was in my very big anti-Bush phase. Okay. Now, you know, well, I remember seeing... <coughs> bless you. Sorry, thank you. Going to see Green Day live 
at the Memorial Coliseum. Do you know who opened for him? Uh, Beastie Boys? <laughs> no. The Beastie Boys did not open for Green Day in 2006. It was Jimmy Eat World. Oh. You remember Jimmy Eat World? Yeah. Do you ever, were you, were you a big Jimmy Eat World guy? No. Okay, yeah. well, why not? What did Jimmy Eat World ever do to you? No, nothing. No, it just wasn't, just wasn't my thing. All right. Yeah. What if, what if, what... I, I, like I said, I liked old Green Day, like uh, Nimrod and Doogie were definitely, but that was all, you know, I, I grew up with that. Did, know? did either of those albums influence, uh, the music that you made? No, it did not. With Short Fuse? Uh, no. It did not. Who who influenced Short Fuse? Uh, who did you try and sound like? It was actually. It wasn't really like we were trying to sound like anybody. Well, you can say that, but who are you? Who are you? Who are your big influences? Like, who are you listening to? Like, this is an idea we like. We want to kind of go with this. There, if you heard it, you would say no. I don't think you'd say anyone. No one. I mean, you wouldn't say. I don't, you would just. How say, come this band? If you guys didn't sound like anyone that had ever played music before, well, no, I mean, why did you not take over the world? Because it was. I mean, sometimes when music is like that, it takes over the world, and sometimes you just need to stop. <laughs> and it was so. It was too big. It was too much. It, no, we just needed to stop. Okay. Okay, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Well, so have you? When was the last time you listened to that music? Short fuse. Oh, it's been quite a while. At least five, six years. Five, six years. Okay. Well, so me and me and a, a friend of mine, we used to make music. We went through a bunch of different names. At one point, we were called Jew Italian. Okay. Italian and a Jew. Uh, we then we were called. Is that my... how you came up with that? Yes. Uh, we we made this we made this album in one day at Jesson's dad's house mm-hmm. called In the Year Two Thousand, and the cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. We did that. Yeah, I'm not counting that as you singing, by the way. That doesn't count. It's you like mimicking Conan. That's true. Or it's really actually, it's actually La Bamba. La Bamba. Richie La Bamba Rosenberg. I remember one of the jokes in that one. I'll tell you this joke. It was a really awful joke. It was uh, Jesson says a movie starring Lil Romeo joining the NBA will get canceled. After the name similar to Reggie Miller isn't very catchy, <laughs> which is like a really awful joke, but yeah. to this day we still laugh about it. But so we recorded this album album in a weekend, maybe even a, a, a one day on, on a weekend, and we. I mean, I think it's really funny to listen to because yeah. it's it, it's wrong, like it's not correct music. Mm-hmm. We're not rapping on beat. Some of it doesn't rhyme, mm-hmm. and if it does, it's about killing people. Okay. And I rap with a British accent, and my moniker is Tony Winston, a combination of Tony Blair and Winston Churchill, <laughs> the only two British leaders I really knew about. <laughs> like, if I could go back and do it, it would be, like, I don't know, Elizabeth Thatcher. <laughs> or Margaret II. Because <laughs> I, I still don't know much about... British leadership. Margaret the Second is good. Margaret the Second, you like that one? Oh, yeah. If I ever go back and re-record music with, if I re-record those songs, we'll do that. But Featuring so, P. Dina? No, I, I will not call myself that as a rapper. I remember I, I was, I kind of just stopped using a rap name. I just go by Jordan Paladino now. That doesn't work. Why do you mean that doesn't work? It, it just, it, it's Bro, too... who's on my shirt? I can't tell. They have their face covered. Well, it's Kanye West. I couldn't tell you that. Kanye West. His name is Kanye West. That's his rap name. Tupac Shakur. Tupac. His name. He goes by Tupac. 
That's his name. True. Uh, Drake. I mean, that's his middle name, but he goes by that. Uh, uh, what are you pointing at me about Drake? What's your middle name? Which middle name? Your middle name. What's my middle name? Yeah. I have two middle names. All right, what's your hyphenated middle name? Robert Francis. Okay, so why can't you go by Robert Francis? That actually sounds like a rap name. It does. It sounds Say, more. Oh. It sounds more like someone that would write short the stories. The Jordan Palladino. I'd take Robert Francis. Sorry. That's... And guess what? Still your name. Yeah, I know, Rob. Just it's my name. You don't have to remind me that it's my name. Throwing that out there. No, I think if I do use Robert Francis, I think that will probably be my like pen name. Okay. So like if I, I don't know, if I ever start writing for some magazine, that'll be the name I use. It's a very good name. I like it. Let's say it's my mother's father's name and my father's father's name. Okay. Uh, Robert Miles, right. my mother's father, and Francis Frank Palladino, my father's father. So, but I mean, yeah, I kind of decided to go by Jordan Palladino. I was gonna, at one point I went by Palladino, which is close to the P Dino. Yeah, it's so close. P Dino is in Palladino. Yeah, but P Dino is just—it's too much like K Fed. Oh, okay. If yeah, it's too close you know to K Fed. Right. All right, which is too close to K Mart. Kenyon Martin, you know, Kenyon, like Kenyon Martin. No, not with the anyone ropes. that has lip tattoos is cool though. No. Well, Kevin Federline, did you ever listen to Kevin Federline's music? I did not. So you never heard Playing With Fire, his album? Uh, no, because I wasn't suicidal. It's interesting you say that, because the guy that made the beat for Popo Zao yes. by Kevin Federline killed himself. That's true. Which, I remember hearing Popo Zao, and there's a line on it, and he says, I want to see your kitty and a little bit of titty, want to know where I go when I'm in your city. And the guy that made the beat that Kevin Federline rapped that on took his own life. Well, that's unfortunate. It's, I, it's, I, yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's... And may he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Uh, Kevin Federline, he was one of those guys that... Uh, I didn't think his music was that bad. I didn't think it was that bad. But I think since he's Kevin Federline, people didn't like him. I think that was most of it. I mean, which is... Like if he was some other dude, it would have been fine. Yeah, or, I mean, he could still be himself, but just not married to Britney Spears. People would be like, this is okay. Right. I mean, I think it's the same kind of thing as, like, when a rapper's kid makes an album or an actor's kid. Mm -hmm. Like, Tom Hanks' kid made music. I haven't listened to it. Right. But, I mean, you know, I I can't really speak on it. But then uh, Daniel Mm Day-Lewis, his son, Chet Day... I think it's what Chet Day yeah. made uh, made a song where he he goes to Sarah Lawrence, mm-hmm. which shout out to Eli Taylor goes mm-hmm. to Sarah Lawrence. He made a song and he filmed the video there. It really wasn't that bad. I think it was just some kid. No one would pay any attention to it. But since he's Daniel Day Lewis's kid, we like, oh, this is the worst thing in the world. I hate this. Right. So, do you think that if when when you release music and it says DJ Micah with Free Throw Guy? Do you feel like people that are fans of you are going to be like think it's really good because you're or people that are detractors will be like I don't like this because I don't like that guy. I think there'll be some of that. Yeah. Okay. Do, do you ever think? Do you think maybe that's why you haven't released some of your own solo music? Um, I, I would maybe like a, a a very small, small, you know, small percentage. But what what percent would you say? Like thirty nine percent. Thirty nine percent. Yeah. Because my initial guess was 25%. Oh, it was. Is what it, my initial guess. Is my initial, initial guess. Okay. I mean, so, 
They're well. They're really not that far apart. Thirty-nine and twenty-five. Fourteen's not that much. No, it's not. And Fourteen I mean, years ago is about when you and Short Fuse were writing songs. It was a little less than that. It was more like six or seven percent. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, above and beyond. That's that's the thing that above and beyond. That's your that they're your favorite. They're my favorite DJs. Okay, and they they release a podcast. Yeah. It is one of the most downloaded podcasts. I think it's the number one most downloaded music podcast. That's amazing. Group therapy. Group therapy. You said it used to have another name, right? Uh, Yes, it used to be called Trance Around the World. Trance Around the World? Trance Around the World. Okay. Otherwise known as uh, your acronym thing, T-A-T-W. T-A-T-W? T-A-T-W for Trance Around the World. Yeah, T-A-T-W. I know. And now it's A-B-G-T, which is Above and Beyond Group Therapy. Yeah. A-B-G-T. Have you seen them live? I have. How many times? Two and a half, I'll say. Okay. Two that was just them once where they were with other people. So they were more mixing stuff that was already done rather than producing it live as well as putting their own music on that they've created. Okay. So two times specifically just them doing their Was thing. that here in... No, once in San Francisco and once in Seattle. They, they, they don't play in small cities. They're Portland from, is too small yeah, for them. It's, it's too small. There's uh, not there's not a big enough electronic crowd in Portland. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Like if you like they like they need they would need to like sell out the Roseland. Like and have like a thousand people to twelve you know. Like yeah. unless a thousand people are showing up, they're not interested. You know, whereas like the one electronic club here in town, the whiskey bar on first I played there. Uh, is a great club and stuff, but that might hold two hundred people. Yeah, or I something. Think, you know, maybe two hundred people. Yeah, there was. Uh, I mean, maybe it's three hundred technically, but it's not more than three hundred in the whiskey bar. Yeah, you know three hundred. I mean? Yeah, and it's is it really a point in if you're a big enough act? And that's like what I'm saying. Like, yeah, how big of an act? Like, you know, I mean, are you going to get paid to play for two or three hundred people? You know what I mean? Like. Well, I know, I, I read this in Spin Especially like a, a year or two ago. England. Hey, do you know where in England? Uh, outside London. Just outside London. Have yeah. you been to London? I have not. Why have you not been to London, Rob? Like, um, you should go to London. It's on a different continent. Then, are you an, are you an anti-European guy? I can't really, I mean, okay, let's put it this way. I haven't been there, so I can't say. Okay. Do you trade... Because you, you, you're a day trader. Do you trade with England or Europe ever? No. Only America. And Canada. You're like the Ford of day trading. Sure. I, I own Ford stock, by the way. How much Ford stock do you own? About uh, 1,200 shares. If, if electronic music had stocks, who would have the, the highest shares, do you think, right now? Right now? Yeah, right now. Who has the highest well, I mean, it's going to be Daft Punk as okay. far as just that's the that is the now like for me personally that wouldn't be Daft Punk, but as far as the world, it'd be Daft Punk. All around the world, around the world, around the world, the entire around time. the world, all the way around. Yeah, we'd have to make some discoveries. We would. Yeah. So who who would you buy? Like if you had, if you could, you know, whose stock do you want to buy right now? Who do you think is gonna? get to that next level, the next echelon. I really like this guy named JTech who J-Tech. who was an opener for Above and Beyond. Okay. Um, it's more of an electro house, a little bit of trance, but more of an electro house kind of thing. 
Okay. And uh, he, uh, I think his ability, and, and just every beat he makes really hits. And if you like his, if you like that genre, you will love his contribution to that genre. J Tech. So J-Tech. you're buying stock in J. Who you're buying stock in J Tech? Daft Punk's got the most valuable shares. I would say so. Yeah. Who who are you selling? Who who are you you you're done with them? You've lost enough money on these guys, or person, or woman. Who who is this? I mean, this is sad to say because they're so old school, and like they are like the original, and like I don't want to say don't value them for what they've done because they've done a shitload. Okay, but Depeche Mode today. Oh no, I was hoping you were gonna say Depeche Mode is not. I mean, like if they're playing their old stuff, cool, like awesome. But the stuff they've put out in the last couple few years has been. What was that album they put out in like '06? That's. I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking of. There was a is, couple songs out of that that were decent, and then the rest was not. not yeah, not really as good. Well, I, when was the last time you listened to Violator? Because Violator been, is an incredible album. Okay. I think it's one of those records that people should listen to more and be like, "Oh man, this right. is happening in '91, I believe." Yeah, I yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, no, and, and older stuff, amazing, great. It's just like, why didn't that evolve? Why did that sort of almost fall? And I don't want to say fall off, but just kind of ended. And it, I mean, everything, everything ends, Rob. And uh, well, speaking of not everything, not everything, not everything ends. No, not the song that never. Ends. Oh damn it, Rob! I did walk into that. I did walk into that. And I was, I was perfectly segueing into, you know, when you said not everything ends, and I was going to say, well, you know what does end, Rob? This is coming to an end, because we've been talking for over 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing I do. You've, you've listened to my previous episodes, right? I have. So basically, it starts with a song that I want to hear, mm-hmm. which was the Jerome LOL remix of DJ Mustard and Ty Dolla Sign's Paranoid, which you enjoyed. Yes. So now what we're going to do is you're going to pick a song. Okay. And that's how we're going to end, and that's going to be the outro. Like the song will probably start playing about now. And what song do you want that to be? This is Oki Dara's remix of Liberation. This is the Something Good remix. And that, and that'll you can find that on SoundCloud and you all can that. Find stuff. that on SoundCloud. All right, Rob. Where can we find you if we want to? See you other than Blazer games, every Blazer home game. Uh, you can check me out on Facebook, Rob Freethrow Guy, on Twitter, Blazers F- at BlazersFTG, and on Instagram, Rob Freethrow Guy. All right, off the top of your head, do you know how many followers you have? You can't look, you can't look. Do you know how many followers you have? Do you know how many followers you have? You can't, you gotta uh, say something, Rob. 390. 390, how many followers do you think you have? Let's look it up. You have more than that, Rob. You are more popular than you think you are. Oh, 443 on Instagram. I think that's a good way to end. Excellent. Rob Ems, thank you for being my guest. Jordan Pazino, thank you very much for having me here. Thank you for letting me record in the room that Sweet Agony was rehearsed in. You're a good man, Rob. Until next time, signing off.